isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey, everyone. Yeah, with a crane shot. Welcome to the Wristfeed Podcast. This week brought to you by Casper and Squarespace. There and there. I'm Gus. I'm Blaine. I'm Barbara. I'm Bernie. And I'm Gus. All right. So, uh, quick, quick thing I want to say real fast. We're doing a, a week of broadcast programming live uh, downtown Austin with an audience. You might have heard them when we did our intro. Uh, and it's all to promote RTX this coming summer here Woo! in Austin. So, we're doing RTX Presents live from Austin. This week is full of live recordings of your favorite Rich shows, including Always Open, On the Spot, and Off Topic, all live from the Sunset Room in sunny Austin, Texas. Uh, so sunny. It's overcast, Gus. <laughs> this Friday, the 23rd, you can join us for a very special community meetup uh, slash birthday. Thank you, Bethany. Uh, <laughs> you can get tickets at universe.com slash RTX Live from Austin. And if you're here in the audience, you can purchase a general admission ticket to Always Open Live or On The Spot Live for $10 off. Both shows are 5 to 7, Tuesday and Wednesday. See Patrick in events if you're interested. Patrick, where are you? Do it. Back over there. Talk to that guy. Get him. Uh, and then, of course, RTX Austin is this summer, August 3rd to 5th. Tickets go on sale the 26th for double gold members, 28th for first members, March 2nd for the general public, and early bird rates run until March 9th. I can't think of anything you'd want less for your birthday than to hang out with a bunch of strangers. I was going to say, can I call you on your bullshit? Because before you were like, ah, oh, Muriel's birthday. I don't want that. I don't want people to sing for me. I didn't, I, I said it as a joke, and she fucking did it. <laughs> Wait, Bethany did it? Yeah. Smart lady. Good job, Bethany. No, bad job. <laughs> Is anyone coming to that I'm, here? I'm, I'm not going. Oh. It's your own birthday. Gus loves presents and he loves hugs, so <laughs> bring both of those. Shoes. He likes shoes, signing them. Signing shoes. Smelling them, touching them. Gus, I, it might be the acoustics in here. Did you just look at Bethany and say, no hand job? Is that what you said? No. <laughs> Bethany, you're the judges on this? I hope not. All right. <laughs> So it's a week, uh, we're doing a week of these. You're doing Always Open. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing what, live on the spot as well? Yeah, I'll be on that. And then off topic, what am I missing? I think that's Gl- it. We're doing Glitch Please or anything like that? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's all of it. I think I read all of them. And just I re- to make sure it was a on the list. true RTX experience tonight, we had a metal detector with a four-hour line. <laughs> oh, no. And then we turned away 25% of the people. So, just like RTX. Hey, Gus, I found the greatest restaurant in Austin that you're going to go to every single day for the rest of your life now. Go on. <laughs> is it a one-person restaurant? <laughs> Close. No, no, no. That, a one-person you're, you're, restaurant is a nightmare. I've eaten in that before. You're, you're getting warm. You're getting warm. Is it a no-interaction restaurant? So, Austin has the Austin School for the Deaf. So we have... <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> we have a high deaf population per capita as opposed to other cities. This restaurant apparently is owned by uh, a deaf owner and then has, I think from what I could tell, 100% all hearing impaired staff. Interesting. So there's no talking. You don't even order from the menu, you just, they have a bigger version of the menu on the counter and you just point 
to whatever you want. Everything. So, and then you get this, and then you get food. And that's it. Are, are you not allowed to talk in there, then? Or are you just there I just no talking? I think people just get kind of quiet as a result. We were there in a... But it's the one place you don't have to be quiet. It <laughs> 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 doesn't make any sense. You'd be ripping farts nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they can still smell. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know. There's a, there's a restaurant in Montreal called, I think it's called Noir, where uh, a bunch of blind people work there. And it's, it's called Noir? Noir. It's, compl wow. it's completely okay. in the dark, so it's like all blind servers and everything like that. So you sit in the dark and you're served <laughs> meals in pitch black. This is literally the opposite of what Gus would want. No, like we're I describing <laughs> the full spectrum of experiences for you here. You get something oh. at Barber's End. But I'm telling you, if you go to this place, it's on... Did you uh, say get something in Barber's End? Get something in Barber's End. After Bethany gets her hand job. Um, is, is that it? What is it? Point, that's it. Point, point and you shall receive. Yeah, that's the place. How'd you, who found that? Was that Patrick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it man. Was. But uh, yeah, it's a crepe place and it's on South Lamar. It's in that uh, shopping center that's uh, just north of the Broken Spoke where nothing lasts for okay. more than like four months. That's where the old alligator grill used to be. There you go. Yeah. Can I say something offensive about this that might offend oh, Please. So uh, I have a friend it. who went to a school that also had like a deaf like class, and they said that um, apparently because they don't know that they're making the noises. Okay, hold on. Gus, how's he going to finish the story? <laughs> Barbara, way in here. The they don't know they're making the noises, so people are just like humming all the time. No. Barbara, hold on. Barbara. I can't. I don't. I can't even. <laughs> One I of mean, Blaine's friends had. Anything I assume, I feel is going to be even deaf, more offensive. He had, one of Blaine's friends had sex with a deaf girl, and she made a ton of noise. And he's looking at me weird, so I'm going to stop saying this. Out no. Loud. <laughs> Every time you walk by the bathrooms, you hear, because they don't know. So, all right. Well, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> hey, hey. Speaking of weird noises out of the bathroom. Oh, right. We just had something really funny happen <laughs> right before we came out here. We were, we were backstage, and uh, we're all hanging out, and uh, Blaine says, all right, we're right back. going to go take a real quick shit before we go out uh, and do the podcast. <laughs> so he goes into the bathroom. Uh, then about two minutes later, we hear like a... Psh, oh! <laughs> like a scream. Everyone just stops and turns and looks at the bathroom, and Blaine walks out like nothing happened. We're like... What happened in there? From our perspective, you said you would take a quick shit. We heard a loud splash and you screamed. There was, I was turning on the faucet and I don't know if it's connected to the water properly or not, but it just like sprayed violent water on my hands. So I was like, ah! But I had to wash my hands still because I didn't want to have pee pee on my hands. So then I was like, ah! No, I didn't pee on my hands. Do not ask me this. I, you were waiting for it. You are like, uh, set. You act like that's weird though because we had one of those go on moments as well where you were talking to me and Barbara, mm -hmm. and you were casually mentioning, you know, sometimes when you laugh super hard, Barbara, and you pee your pants. Mm -hmm. and Barbara, Does this happen to anybody? And, were you, I mean, raise your hand. Were you giggle so hard that you, you wet yourself a little bit? Hey, it's all the same people that bought the Gus shirt. Oh, right. so any... <laughs> That's our demo. Anyone here with a vagina should have raised your hand, by the way. I'm on to all of you. I know how it works. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> Blaine has a vagina, apparently. So that's, I can't get this image out of my head now. But it was great, though. I love those moments, because Blaine goes, you know what it's like when you're laughing sometimes, and then you piss your pants a little bit? And Barbara immediately goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Blaine just keeps talking about it. And luckily, our, uh, is he an intern, or is he a new addition to the broadcast staff? Intern. intern. He was uh, there, Johnny, on the spot, to back Blaine up and tell him, absolutely, 
we uh, we all piss our pants. It's because he wasn't laugh. in the room when you guys were making fun of Blaine. So when he walked on the uh, like into the room, yeah, and uh, you guys were like, "Hey, have you ever pissed your pants from laughing too much?" Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> sir. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it right now, sir. There's a kinship with us interns. We understand the the hardships. Speaking of bodily functions, did you hear about that flight that got diverted because a passenger refused <laughs> to stop farting? Was this like in like, protest? Like a, a, a fight broke out on this how plane. Do you, how do you refuse to stop farting? Like who could control that? It was a flight from Dubai to Amsterdam and the, the, the pilot had to come on the PA and ask the passenger to stop farting because apparently it smelled terrible. And since he refused to stop farting, there was a fist fight that broke out. Wow. Fuck yeah. With passengers? And, yeah, was he the farting during the fist fight? <laughs> and the, pl <laughs> the plane had to divert to Vienna. Uh, and the, the police had to come and take like four people off the plane for fighting because of farting. I mean, at that point, it's a biohazard risk. So what's I the get charge? It. You I think once they, once, they, once they started fighting, that's, that's when they have to divert. There's got to be something else happening in this story. It can't just be because he was farting that he wanted to fight him. Uh, let's see, two, uh, the passenger kept breaking wind on board a Transavia Airlines flight. Uh, the two Dutchmen sitting next to him didn't take very well to his flatulence, but the unashamed man was apparently not put off and refused to hold back. Wasn't there a flight that had to land because someone took a shit in the bathroom and it smelled so bad? Yeah. It turned around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I tell you that we found out uh, who's the model that's on Twitter that everybody follows? Christy Teigen, right? Yeah. We told the story about how she was on... A flight to Hong Kong. To, to Tokyo. To Tokyo, that's it. Can I get a racist check on that one? <laughs> Next, all right. Uh, she was going to Tokyo, and then this other dude snuck on the plane, and the two brothers ended up on the same plane. So four hours in, they turned around and came back. Right. And then we, we laughed and said, it would be really funny if he got on the wrong plane, but he was still going to Tokyo. He was still going to Tokyo. Yep. Right. That was the end result of that. So the guy was on, the, on a plane going to the but right place. He had intentionally snuck onto that plane using his brother's reprinted boarding pass because they thought they were on the same flight together, but they had booked on different airlines. And he didn't want to fly on the other airline without his brother, so his brother printed up two boarding passes, and they snuck on with him. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what happens? They turn a plane around. And then you have a, like 80 people pissed off at you, or however big the plane was. How many people do you think sat on the plane, Blaine? Oh. <laughs> on an international flight. To, to Tokyo. No, 90? Via Hong Kong. Yeah, 80 to 90. Okay, yeah, that's okay. about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how many are there? Plus two or 300. It's not fair because you have like this stupid knowledge of airplanes. Like, it's not oh. so stupid right now, is it? Oh. <laughs> on a relative scale. So, Gus, did you hear about this, uh, I'm going to have to look it up here, but this Carnival Cruise that just had a huge problem? Did you hear about this? Apparently other no, people did, I hear right? people laughing. What? I've been amping this up. I want to hear about it. So, I'm just going to read the lead on this. A 10-day Carnival Cruise of the South Pacific turned into a floating fight club last week. <laughs> what? When a series of brawls broke out on board. Up to 30 passengers were injured on what some have described as, quote, the cruise from hell. <laughs> The cruise line later apologized and offered everyone a 25% discount on future bookings. <laughs> How did it but, all break out? Well, why are they calling it a fight club? What they're happened? Being, they're, they're playing it close to the vest, but there was... Were people uh, farting too much? <laughs> yeah. There was apparently a family group that had something like 28 people in it, and they showed up on a cruise ship of about 2,000 people, and they just said, this is our ship. And they just started beating people up. And wow. And there were like families that just stayed locked in their cabins because they were told, don't roam the hallways alone. <laughs> so, 
Holy crap. <laughs> like, escaped from New York on a boat. Jesus. <laughs> they were punching women, 16-year-old kids, everything. We saw it. We saw everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sure, war journalist. I'm sure there were some passengers who were really hoping for like a Poseidon adventure kind of scenario. <laughs> they called up the mechanical people from down at the bottom of the ship, the big boys, <laughs> to intimidate and basically do whatever they wanted to to these passengers. Whoa. <laughs> so apparently like, security was just beating up on these people and then they got the guys that like, I guess, shovel coal. I don't know what they do at the bottom of a ship. They brought those dudes up and they just wailed on this family <laughs> for a couple of days. I just, now when you hear about something like this, Maybe, but 25% off, I mean. <laughs> that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a deal. How can you beat that experience, though? You can never match how awesome that vacation would be. No, but everyone's, it's like Hunger Games. That's a now, story you're going to remember the, forever. Now all of those people have been taught. It's like going to prison. They've all learned that this can work, and they're all going to go and continue doing it on future cruises. Do we, yeah. have, a, do we have a video from the cruise? Oh, oh, is, that, this, oh. is this true? Oh, I haven't seen this. <laughs> Exclusive, shocking. Oh, oh my them. God. Get the camera out of here. <laughs> Oh my god. What the fuck? This went on for like eight days. <laughs> There's like random kicks in there. I can't tell who's beating who up. Yeah, security's beating them oh, up. Oh, look at that! Oh. Is that the captain? The guy in the white? <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's just good family fun right there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Great advertising. Speaking of travel horror stories, did you see that story about that woman who was at a train station in China and she was traveling for Lunar New Year, but she didn't want to put her purse unattended through the x-ray machine, so she held it and went through the x-ray machine with it? What? Tell me they have the picture. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it looks like something out of a nightmare because she's moving, so like her head is all like shaped weird on the x-ray image, and then Ugh. there's security footage of like, you see the security guards laughing, and then this woman like stands up and comes up out of the x-ray machine with her purse. <laughs> Okay, is that not dangerous? Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, there it is. Whoa! That's modern art. What the fuck? That's the new Mona Lisa. Thank you, man. The thing is, apparently during, during Lunar New Year, it's a, big travel, for me. it's a big travel season uh, in China, and lots of times people travel with a lot of cash. So it's speculated that she probably had a ton of cash in her bag and probably didn't want it to go through. So that'll make separated. it look more inconspicuous. I'm glad she struck a pose, though. She was like... Do you have the, probably the only way she fits do, on the machine. Do you all have the other one? I like the other image way more if y'all can pull that one up. Uh, the other one's really freaky. But it it would have been great if she fight. actually had like a gun in her bag and she came out the other side like bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled y'all. Okay, here's the problem I've got with this. is not so much that passengers go nuts, as we saw from the cruise line footage there. But people on airplanes, like we said we haven't heard about anything in a while uh, since the guy like took a really bad dump on the plane, they turned it around, like, this guy farting, that's a pretty tame story based on some of the stuff we've talked about on the podcast before. Like, there was the guy, I think it was a famous musician, right? He got onto the drink cart. Gerard Depardieu. Dumped it over, was it Gerard Depardieu? And then took a dump on the drink cart? I think that was Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> and, I mean, that's or like, like Depardieu -doo. you can't compete with that. High five, high five, high five, high five, high five, high five, high five. No. High five. Nope. All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, this really obnoxious woman. No, Gerard Depardieu only peed on a plane. Oh, that's it. Wasn't it a, fl a flight attendant that shit on a cart? I don't remember. No, that's a dude who popped the uh, <laughs> exit ramp, drank beer off the drink cart, and then quit his I job and then another... went down the slide. Which <laughs> Didn't is... he also shit on the cart? He's my fucking hero. <laughs> I love that when, guy. When, when we were going down to Sydney for RTX Sydney, I had uh, a first-time flyer on the flight with me. 
so I, had, I flew Austin to Houston, then Houston to Sydney. I had a first-time flyer on the Austin to Houston leg. She was a woman who looked like maybe she was a little older than I am, and she was sitting across the aisle and up one row. And uh, she walked in, and immediately I was like, oh, there's this woman's trouble. She walked in, and uh, she sat down and turned to the guy next to her and said, very loudly, I could hear it, I've never been on a plane before. I'm sorry, I'm going to vomit all over you. Oh, God. And the guy said, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. She said, I, she kept saying, I told him to buy me a Megabus ticket. I'm just going to Katy. If you're from Austin, taking a plane to Intercontinental to get to Katy is about the dumbest way to get to Katy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Katy's like a 90-minute drive away. Yeah. And I think... Katie to Intercontinental is like an hour drive, so there's no I mean, time being it's saved. A good, if you want to experience a flight for the first time to get it over with, it makes sense to do like a really short one. Well, but it doesn't sound like she wanted it to be. It seemed there. like an eternity because she then immediately started ordering drinks. Oh. And got it, it's a 30-minute flight to Houston. She got drunk, <laughs> uh, like immediately, and then she kept saying. Like the guy next to her at one point, we were in the bulkhead. He, he, they were in the bulkhead. He stretched his legs out in front of him, and she said, she started screaming, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are we crashing? Are you bracing yourself? Oh, my God. And I was like, lady, just chill. Calm down. <laughs> and the guy's like, nope, I'm just stretching. I've just been sitting a little while, so I want to stretch my legs. And she's like, okay, I'm going to vomit all over you. And, and, then, and then eventually we land in Houston, and I'm, I'm skipping over a lot of stuff that she said. She was absolutely insane. But uh, we land in Houston, and uh, her phone rings, so she answers it, and she says, yeah, I, I guess it's whoever paid for her plane ticket, whoever she's going to go see in Houston, in Katy. She answers the phone. She's like, yeah, yeah, we just landed. We're still driving in the plane. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we're on the floor now. And I hear the guy in the row behind me go, on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> like, what a weird way to describe what you're doing. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, 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 you don't have to buy me a Jeep. I'm so, I'm, I'm totally happy with my 2006 Mitsubishi. I was like, is she humble bragging? How does she have a car at the destination airport? I don't know. I, I have no idea. This woman is perplexing. Also, I would hate to invite someone down from Austin to Katy, and I've got to buy them a fucking plane ticket to go down there. And then you've got to pick them up at Intercontinental. It's ridiculous. Or, I mean, or, I don't know, if she's who knows? Just pick them up at their house. Right. Did she stand up as soon as you guys landed to get their bag? No, she didn't. Okay, thankfully. all right. I'm Gonna give her a pass on this one then. Yeah, it was. Did you it, give her a pass? It was. It was. It was. It was something else. Did it ever make it into an RTAA? The stuff we used to do on planes when we would travel a lot in the early days. I think so. And we were with uh, new flyers. What did you used to do on planes? Well, we'd be with like there'd be a nervous. I feel like you run into new flyers way less frequently now. Gus, would you agree with that? That's gone way down, and so is people dumping on the maybe you, drink cart. Maybe you just don't hear from them. Maybe they're just not as vocal. They just don't say anything. But yeah. in the past, I feel like we would know if somebody was on the plane. Well, list I think like now, time. airline travel is like so incredibly popular that people are maybe ashamed to. Sign of the there. economy, Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, what we ran into is a couple different times we were seated next to, and it was our buddy Andrew. Remember Andrew Jacks? Mm -hmm. And we'd be seated. Oh, Jeff's laughing. Jeff's here. That's what I was saying. So. They would sit down, and they would, I don't know why they would talk to Jeff. He's covered in tattoos. Usually people avoid him, which I think is part of the strategy, right? It's a failed strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they want to talk to you and, like, touch you and ask you what this means and that means. Yeah. yeah. Just, it, <laughs> just tell them it's, like, all just old shitty punk bands, album covers. It's all racist. <laughs> it's all racist. <laughs> uh, but we would sit down on the plane, and somebody would sit next to us, and they would say to us, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm really nervous. This is my first time on a flight. I've never flown before. I'm just super nervous. And we're like, don't worry about it. We fly all the time. We fly two or three times a month. We got this. So don't worry about it. 
Then we'll be taking off, we'll be going down the runway, and I'll say really casually to Jeff, yeah, we are not going fast enough to take off this time. <laughs> and, Gus, and Jeff would say, nope. <laughs> Didn't you guys also do the thing where you heard a noise and you go, what was what that? Was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh my God. You're terrible. That actually came from a real experience. My ex was a terrible flyer, but she had a, a good reason to be. She was on a flight. St. Louis is apparently just the center of every storm that comes across the U.S. It's like... Is right, there a roundabout around? There's a roundabout for storms there. And that's where TWA used to be their hub, was in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So she would always fly TWA when she was a kid. And one time they decided the, the pilot got ambitious and was going to try to punch through a hole in the storm and land. And the plane got so turbulent that the overhead bins opened and all the luggage dumped out into the aisle. That's a scary flight. And uh, when they first started to have the turbulence... I know I've told this story before, but it's like it anyway. Uh, they had the first had the turbulence. Uh, the guy next to goes, I'm a businessman, I, f I travel, traveling salesman, I fly every single day of the week. This kind of thing happens all the time. Literally five minutes later, he has pictures of his kids out on the tray and he's saying goodbye to them. So from that moment on, she did not ever want to set foot on a plane. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he was fucking with her? Do you think that was like his game? No, like it sounded like a bad flight. She said the flight attendants were crying. Like they were trying to keep the, the passengers calm and they were on the PA. Yeah, they were just like that. They were like, stay calm. Stay calm. Did they ask people to brace? I don't think they ever went to the brace. They just started a fight club. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that on planes now. I'm gonna bring pictures of like other people's kids and just like have them with me and things start getting rocky. That's like a great I way love to you. get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to someone else's kids. Oh, uh, here, let me let me read this thing right here. No. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. You get $50 off select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash RT and using promo code RT at checkout. Casper's mattresses are designed by humans for humans, thank God. Uh, the original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Casper's breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature through the night. Uh, buying Casper is easy. You can order online and it's delivered to your door in a compact, box and you have free shipping and free returns to the US and Canada. Uh, considering we spend one third of our lives on a mattress, it's so important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you 100 nights to try it out. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com RT using promo code RT at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com RT using promo code RT at checkout. I love my Casper mattress. I missed sleeping on it while I was traveling for RTX Sydney. I was really looking forward to coming back to it, and now I'm getting a much better night's sleep. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, what the fuck are you? I don't know. Sorry, you're talking about the whole goddamn I'm trying to pay the bills, <laughs> and I see like jerking off motions happening like right next to me. Oh I, God, I yes. looked back, and it was like the teacher moment when you haven't been playing your kinchin during class, playing your kinchin. 
<laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, Casper. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Gus, did you see the uh, video that somebody tweeted at us of, uh, I'm not sure if it was the Casper factory, but it was some factory where they compress uh, mattresses down to where they can ship them, like Casper does. I saw that. Watch that. Yeah. They do fucking that. fascinating. I mean, we've always talked about the opposite, like when you get a Casper and you open it and how the thing just breathes. like breathes and inflates. Is it one of those, uh, what's that video? I shouldn't say inflates. That makes it sound like an air mattress. It, I don't know. It expands. It expands, yeah. Sucks in air. What's <gasps> that, what was that? A, a hydraulic press. They should just use that on an entire mattress. Is that channel still going? I don't think so. I like that guy's accent. I know that much. Icelandic, right? Yeah. We're going to break... Not even close. Not even... <laughs> I tried. I, I'm glad we finally put out that uh, Call of Duty Let's Play we did with your... Uh, Bing Rames impression. My 100% accurate Bing Rames impression. <laughs> not at all racist. Dude, I went to Black Panther the other night, and I could not breathe <laughs> during that Mission Impossible trailer. I feel like you were going to make an association with... Never mind. <laughs> we're trying to, like, Anyways, redemption. Yeah, Ving like, Rhames is back in Mission Impossible, and I'm super fucking psyched. Is he? Yeah. He didn't die? I don't keep up with those movies. They all kind of blend together. Was he gone? He, yeah. Was he in the last one? He wasn't in the last one, was he? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, what do you mean? Like, like, you, Ving Rhames is... Tom Cruise is back well, in they, the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> they always... He, like, he skipped a couple, didn't he? I don't no. know. No. All right, yeah. But, You'd think after like all these movies, they'd realize the mission is in fact possible. <laughs> like I just wonder why they're still going at this point. But I don't know. They're enjoyable. I'm pretty psyched about it. You think that's the uh, the most well-known movie fact now, or like behind-the-scenes stuff, is that Tom Cruise does all of his stunts for Mission Impossible? I feel like that's a weird thing that he's begun promoting a lot more, like in the last two or three years. Yeah, but yeah, right, he didn't do it before, but then he got kind of known for it, and people figured it out, and now he, I feel like he pimps that all the time. Right, and it's in all of his movies, like that was a big thing for The, uh, the Mummy as well. Yeah. Like about uh, the, the stunt work and all of that. Turned out great, that movie was, hmm, superb. It wasn't good. Do you I like that or not like that? What? That Tom Cruise does his own stunts in movies. Yeah, I'm, I respect him more. Like, he was hanging on the side of that 747 or whatever, that airplane. That was cool. Whatever fucking plane it was, he, Gus, you would know. Well, transport plane, <laughs> whatever. Um, I, I feel like that's, I don't know why he would do that. That's what stunt coordinators and stunt teams are for. Like, why wouldn't you let professionals who are used to doing that do their job? I mean, it makes their life a lot easier, because they don't have to, like... Work around Probably not, not being him. Stress because if he dies, yeah, that's like, true. Well, he broke his leg on this last one. His ankle. His ankle. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that footage? Too? Jumping between the, yeah, the buildings. I feel like at this point he is doing it like and like people are like, oh Tom, you're gonna do this stunt. He's like, oh cool, cool, and he goes back to his trailer. He's like, fuck. I oh. would, I would imagine. <laughs> so. Did you buy that huge tower? His mom is just in his trailer. It's like, okay, honey, <laughs> let me put it on your boo boo. <laughs> I don't but if you lost, I mean, these people were out of work for like seven or eight weeks. Because, oh, because he broke his foot. Yeah, because he broke his... I mean, they're not going to film in the movie without his, without their star with the broken ankle. Sorry. And your hero, Mr. Uh, Han Solo, that was an old man injury. That was kind of sad. What, Harrison what, Ford? Or? Yeah, he broke his leg on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. They, they shut a door on his leg and it snapped. It's pretty unfortunate. Yeah. Well, it's a spaceship. They're very robust. <laughs> Are you excited about the Solo movie? I sure am. Yeah? I mean, I, I know it's got a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes nightmare shit going on, but, like... I think you're the only other person I've met who's excited about it. Yeah? I mean, it's Star Wars. They could say, like, we're going to do 90 seconds of Greedo breathing, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, Ron, Ron Howard's, like, super cool, and I don't know, I like Alden Ehrlich. I can't even remember at this point. Who was the director that they fired from it previously? It was uh, Miller and Lloyd. Or Miller and Lord, right? The, yeah. Lego I'm still waiting for the or General the, Grievous like, movie. Wait, wait. <laughs> the what? General Grievous. 
You want to show? Oh, stop. Just a whole movie about General Grievous. What would that sound like, Barb? A fine addition to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a very interesting background story. So. I All right, well, don't get offended about... Listen, if you, you can't make fun of my plain knowledge if you have that much Star Wars knowledge. Okay, this is true. Just be like me and have no knowledge about anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a great aspirational goal for people. Just be dumb. <laughs> I can't wait to see that, like, put, create it like a motivational poster, you with that quote. Yeah. Just be like me. So you're not excited about it? No, oh, I am excited about it. Oh, you are? Yeah. I, I, said I, he's... I said he's the only other person I've seen so far okay. that is excited oh, about it as well. I thought you were talking about somebody else was excited about it. No, I'm excited about it. No, no, me. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm like you. I like Star Wars. I, I called out Andy because he was like, you know, they're just, they're just making too many now. And it's like, dude, you were dirt, like, back in like late 1990s, <laughs> early 2000s when they were like, all right, Revenge of the Sith is the last one, you know. You would be like loving this right now. This like period of time where they're coming out with the Star Wars every year. Like it's fucking great. First of all, fuck you. Return of the Jedi was in 1982. We had to wait 17 years to see that piece of shit Phantom Menace. You've had to go like what? 15 minutes between movies at this point? And you have like video games and TV shows and everything else. We had nothing. Wasn't there a documentary done about the Phantom Menace of people who've been Star Wars fans for so many years and they went to go see the movie when it came out? Thank you. And they interviewed them after seeing the movie and they're just like, yeah, uh, I guess I'll see it again? Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe I was missing something? Like, they were just, like, at a loss for words. Didn't you camp out? I camped out. Because it was before you could buy tickets online. (laughs) So how long did you camp out for? Like, two days. (laughs) How long were we out there, Jeff? Was it... 48 hours? Yeah. Is that the one where you, your butthole prolapsed or whatever? No, that's when he was playing what? video games. No, my butt... <laughs> I don't know what that story is. That's no. Like, no, Four got, stories mixed up. You got a hemorrhoid by oh. sitting on a concrete floor. No, that was not there. That was not what there. What was that? And Barbara, just see if you know the full story. What was he doing? He was playing a video game. <gasps> Rainbow Six! There you go. Right. Yeah. That's you a good game. I prolapsed my asshole for Rainbow Six, too. It, it was a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Let's get it right. Uh, I also, it happened again. I was playing Shadowrun Dragonfall, and I gave myself hemorrhoid again. your ass prolapsing. <laughs> what do you mean it happened again? You're sitting on a concrete floor again? Yeah. <laughs> when? Did it happen? You were like... Like a year ago? <laughs> did Why did you like, talk about that? I, I, I did. Oh, I not talk, again. I talked about it on the patch, I think, at the time. But um, I, I, that's, when I, that's what finally convinced me to buy a computer desk. <laughs> I didn't own a computer desk before that, so I finally... Oh. What, what? You, you, last year you didn't own a computer desk? No. You're just on the floor? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Gus, you're- I'm a weirdo, okay? You know this, it's like not news to you. Is your monitor and everything just sitting on the floor? It was a, I would play on a gaming laptop. So I would put it like on a coffee table and I would sit at the coffee table and play. And then when I wasn't playing, I'd just pack it up and put it like in a closet. All right. That's All right. That's a little bit no better. your posture's all like- <gasps> No, my posture was already like that. And the gaming laptop just helps with that. Did you get one of those round pillows to look at the hole in the middle for the office? The one that Jack brought someone on the gave, airplane? Someone gave <laughs> me one of those. Jack. Oh, Jack brought a hemorrhoid pillow on an airplane? He, he brought like some sort of like round butt pillow to sit on, on the airplane. Sure it wasn't in. one of those neck things? Nope, it was for his butt. You had a tender butt? <laughs> what happened? You gotta tell the rest of the story. Apparently, apparently it's good for your spine. I don't know if you guys know about this. It's like something you could, yeah, you could sit on it and it like helps like your spine sit properly on like a long flight. So it's not like a donut pillow or anything like Let's that. Get you one of those guys. Oh, it's like a little wedge. Yeah. Or a lumbar is lumbar support. Anybody else have Jack Patillo's RT store lumbar support? <laughs> that we put out. Anybody buy that one? Oh, turn off your phone. 
I expected Gus to have you thrown out. I looked. You looked? You can find him? It's over there somewhere. Um, did, you, did, did you see that George R. R. Martin said that Wins of Winter's not coming out this Why year? Why does he even bother announcing that shit at this point? I mean, really. But did you hear his, his rationale? No. I did, it, 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 this made me really mad. He's working on a Targaryen storyline that's going to span two books, and the first of those two books is going to come out before Winds of Winter, maybe this year, and then Winds of Winter will come out, and then he'll do the second Targaryen story, and then he'll continue with So he's going to be dead before any of that happens, right? I mean, it would behoove him to stretch out the series for as long as possible, because he's just going to keep making that money, right? People might not care after the show wraps. Yeah. I would argue they don't care now. Well, no, because they're going to make the prequel. There's still... Sure. Stories in there that I'm invested in, like the the books are pretty different. You know that they're pretty different, but I think for most people at this point, now that the shows have passed the stories in the in the books, they're just not going to be interested in the books when they come out. Yeah, it could be. Am I crazy for like not uh, should, should, spoils? Should, should I get into spoils on Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. I think go for it. Okay, is am I like crazy for like thinking that it's okay that they're boning and their cousins? Like, is it just? Hey, oh. I am all for it. Like, I mean, you know. Well, that's in the first episode of the show. Bernie knows Wait, they're, this. They're not cousins. What, what I know. Oh, they're aunt and uncle? Aunt, 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 aunt cousin? Aunt, 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 aunt and nephew, nephew, dude. That's what I said. That's what I said. Bernie knows this. Hold on a second. Bar- you said incest, and Barbara pointed at me. Sidebar, real quick. No. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even explain. Okay. I thought you were going to tell the other story. Oh, that one. <laughs> there's, there's no incest story, you fucking freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Although we, when we were at Planet Comic Con, everyone thought, or a few people thought, Michael and Lindsay were brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> and they went, "Well, it is Texas, so." Why, why is why is incest porn so popular? Is it? Thank you. It's like always like, like, like if you go if you go to Pornhub and you look like at top searches, it's always like. Stepmom or stepsister, step-brother. yeah, Fox, stepbrother. Yeah, yeah right. oh my god. Probably Why a lot are y'all of going a... to top searches. It's on the front page. You have to look at it. It's like right there next to a, a girl with a dick in her mouth. <laughs> They're probably, popular for a reason. But yeah, anytime I'm seeing that, it could be like the two hottest people ever. And they'll be like stepbrother, yeah. and be like, oh. Mm. <laughs> well, that's okay. And then they always have yeah. a storyline involved where they're just yeah. like, oh, mom's going to be so mad at me. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, <laughs> slide past. Why did you even click on it in the first place? Because I'm interested. <laughs> it's, it's popular. It's right there at the top. No, but it was, what I was going to say is I go to your house every week to watch Game of Thrones, Bernie. Right. And every single week leading up to Daenerys and Jon screwing, I was like cheering for it in the background. I'm just like, I don't know if you heard me, but I was mm-hmm. in the back of your room going, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 just fuck, come on, fuck. And uh, I think it was Ashley who was like, you know their aunt and, uh, and nephew, right? And I'm like, I don't care, just fuck. <laughs> Are we happy? I'm like the creepy guy in the back of a theater, like masturbating. Well, <laughs> we do have that tradition at Game of Thrones night too, where when the slate comes up before the show starts, oh, yeah. and it says, like, this contains violence, <laughs> profanity, adult situation, and then if it's nudity, everybody cheers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if there's no nudity, then we also realize someone's probably going to get killed in that episode. Yeah, it's well, the, usually one or the other. The wild card is brief nudity. That's the one. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, uh, that could be dong. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I was watching, have you watched that HBO show Crashing with Pete Holmes? 
No, it beat uh, Holmes as a show on what is yeah, it? Yeah, on, on HBO. I've been watching, I just started watching it the other day. I was watching uh, season one. And on the first episode, they missed brief nudity in those cards. Like the, the, the warning comes up, it's like adult content, adult language. Like, all right, whatever. Start watching it. And like in the first two minutes, brief nudity. Like, Whoa, that wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. Like it was, it was weird because normally on an HBO show, you're like, I know, what I'm, I know what I'm getting into here. It's like, whoa, okay, that was, that was unexpected. That would have been a nice surprise. Yeah, it's like, okay. Did I ever tell you about the first time that you invited me over for Game of Thrones night? I think, Barbara, you were there. Probably. So Bernie invites me over, and this is like when I was like either late intern or early, you know, first employee or whatever. And you're like, hey, come on over. We're doing Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watched that show, but yeah, come on over. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I've heard about this on the podcast for so long. Yes, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I get all dressed up. I'm ready to go. And I get there, and you're like, hey, wait, we're going we're gonna to do this cooking thing. And you hand me a camera. And I was like, okay. And then you had me film everything. And I was like, huh. <laughs> like, not really participating, but gotta, also there. And I think you key. made me fix your cable box as well while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Blaine, this isn't working. Can you go look at the wires with Miles? And me and Miles were like, mm. <laughs> well, all of us enjoy all the food in the backyard. <laughs> I'm just back there, like, fucking the figuring tech. out the cable. No, hold, hold the antenna like this. That reminds me, my sprinkler's not working. Do you want to watch Altered Carbon this weekend? You wanna see? You see that? It's a good Do you show. watch that show? Dude, I've seen all of Altered Is Carbon. Is it good? Her's bad. Okay, oh. Divisive. I've heard both. It's Divisive. D divisive? Is it? Divisive. Many people like it. Yeah. Many people do not like it. And we talked about it when you were out... And I think you were out as well for the Ashley podcast. Were you on the podcast with Ashley just recently? I was on the Pancake podcast. The Pancake podcast. That was, you're right. There was Pancake podcast. We talked about it on there. We talked about uh, that show is, I, literally, the casting process must be, hey, you're perfect for this part. Uh, we want to cast you in the show. By the way, you have to be completely naked for about 25% of your Vagina life. too? Oh. It, literally, it's every that's, single part. That's like, that's, like, that's like Westworld. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I could describe Tandy Newton's nipples no problem now. Damn. Go for it. Well, now I want to watch the show. What's that? You don't want to watch it? I said I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And everybody's like super fit. I'm, I'm all through all my incest porn, so it's time to start some new stuff. <laughs> Has there been erect, on, erect wiener on, is that, or is that not allowed? Is that X-rated? What are you looking for here? What do you want? It's not what I, I'm just curious, Bernie. You went straight to it, Blaine. <sighs> Show no, is, like, is, that, is, that the, is that the line you cross? Like the erect penis that's like... No, I think, I, I think it changes the rating. There's, there's, you get dude butt. The dude butt to boob ratio is that's okay. Yeah. The boob to dong ratio is severely skewed towards boobs. Not enough dong? Yeah, not enough dong. Mm. And, like, listen, Ashley gets mad. She likes, you know, you, waiting for the lead what? character to show his dong. Spoiler, he doesn't show his dong, but he that should. Dong, 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 Westworld, dong. Westworld's got plenty of dong. Yeah. And they're sitting, too. Because, like, I was imagining, like, the guy that plays Cyclops, he still looks ripped when he's sitting, but I know for a fact he's, like, <gasps> like flexing <laughs> his ass off because, like, everybody looks kind of shitty whenever they're sitting down, you know? But, yeah. You okay? Westworld. How does your, Are like... you flexing right now? No. <laughs> so it must be nerve-wracking. <laughs> it must be nerve-wracking being naked on camera like that. And so, like, how does your dick just not shrivel into itself out of fear? I've seen that happen in okay. real life. No, I, I actually... It yeah. Wait, it's, wait, it's wait, 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 men's, wait. Men's locker room wait, during wait. football, like all the guys are in there, like dong out and stuff like that. And I've seen a dude just be like in the corner, like, what's he doing? Oh. And he'll just like, his wiener is just like, it's, it's like flat, it's flush. It's, it's like it tucked Did, in like a turtle. Like two dimensional? <laughs> Little Shape of Water reference there. Oh. So, Barbara, it's kind of a, 
it's kind of a, a window of opportunity there. You don't want to be too erect on camera because then they got to clear the set. But you also don't want to be all shriveled up either. Yeah. You got to be but like. How do you, how do you get that? You take like middle. a quarter Viagra. <laughs> it's like just well, a little bit. Do you just get someone to come in and go. <laughs> and then like you, just like breathe on him. Like warming bit. it up would be. Yeah. Well, for Blaine, we just have his stepsister stand right next to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> We, but I think there's got there's got to be I tried to talk into my ear. There's uh, there's got to be a chubbing procedure, right, Blaine? Like, right? You go to your trailer. Hey, what, what, what? You say, "Call me as soon as you need me." Right. Yeah, and like you do with is it okay to reveal some of your stuff that you go through. Go on. If Blaine is ever shirtless <laughs> on camera, mm. he wants to look his best, so he actually works out. On set. It's called the pump. Called you're the get, pump. You're getting there you the go. pump, right? Yeah. Same concept. You just gotta like, you gotta chub pump. up. See, I would think that you should already be on set because there. Spree's <laughs> right past that. Um, there are times when like you're on set and they're like, "All right, we're ready for you." You you step in and then it's still 10, 15 minutes before they're ready to roll. So it's like, is someone there with like the perfect amount of chub and they're just like, "All right, um, so we're just gonna need to adjust that light." And they're like, "Come on, come 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 on." Then you just. Uh, <laughs> You just wag your hips back and forth. You, get a little, you just like, slap it around yeah. a little bit. I feel like you, you, would be, you would have to masturbate right before going on to set, because I feel like that's optimal long flaccid time, like right after Post? You, yeah, it's like post-orgasm erection. You're risking a drip. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're risking a drip. What does that mean? What is he saying? You're risking a drip. You're risking, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Are, we are, we talking, are we talking pre cum no, it's, he said post. This would be post. Oh, post. It's just come at that point. <laughs> or it's pre-come for like the next time. Just super pre. <laughs> super pre. Yeah, that, I would not do that. I would not do that. Because no, then you're working on a limited time window. Okay, yeah. Well, I still feel like if it's like an hour after, it's still looking pretty... Pretty good. An hour. How old are you again? Wait, 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 till, he, wait till he turned 40, man. <laughs> Blaine is 18. <laughs> you, that, is that wait, your uh, what, what, refractory period? An what, hour? Refractory? Oh, no. That's, man, that totally ranges. Because I had one the other day. I was like, I'm ready to go again. Oh, no, nice. And then there's somewhere I'm just like, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> we haven't talked about... Um, your refractory period? Go ahead. No, we, we actually have talked about that in the podcast this is his before. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> that was the worst timing. You fucking zinged me and Patrick sent me a confusing slack because I was I was distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, Patrick, I know I missed the pancake podcast. Um, oh you did. Yeah. We uh, we haven't talked about Cloverfield Paradox. Ooh. Oh, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, really. What is that? Uh, what they release it after? After the Super Bowl. It was yeah, like the new Cloverfield movie. They, I was in New Zealand. I fucking watched it that night. I was on a plane, though, coming back. Did you uh, like it? Um, I, it was not the best Cloverfield movie, but I'm happy to see that they're making more and that they're taking risks. I think you're yeah. in the minority on that one. I, I was, like I was, to I was totally fine with it. I'm, I mean, if I had gone to a theater and watched it, I probably wouldn't be as happy, but the fact that it was on Netflix and I could just watch it, Totally, Thank you. totally fine. That's exactly no my issue. sentiment. Because like it, the fact that it exists is the coolest shit ever. Right. Yeah. That they were like, hey, there's this movie out now. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. And I already have a Netflix subscription. Who cares? It, it, yeah, but Netflix is still ten bucks. 
you know, or whatever. But I was already cost. paying for it. I already had it. Yeah. Tell me the basic premise with no spoilers, because I haven't seen this. The basic Dudes. premise is that they're trying to activate a super collider in space. Okay. To create energy for the world. Sounds great so far. They create a rift that moves them into another universe. Okay. And then just like the fallout from that. Yeah, it sounds like uh, like Cloverfield, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane meets uh, Stranger Things, a little bit. Are there three Cloverfield movies? There are three At now. The moment, yeah. Did okay. you like Life? Life? That was a switcheroo movie. That reminded me of that. Remember that movie with Steven Seagal, Executive Decision? Oh, yeah. Where he's on all the posters and he's in all the commercials and he fucking died four minutes into the movie. No, it was no, like the biggest it. switcheroo ever. What do they call it? Stunt casting or whatever? And he died. Yeah. But I won't give too much about life, but there was people that I went to go see life for, and I kind of wish that I, had, <laughs> that I hadn't gone to see a movie. Well, the one person that you're probably thinking of had the most metal on-screen death in that movie. Like, he was like... Did you like it? I was okay. I was it's cool a with it. very different sci-fi. It's mismarketed. Life was marketed as a sci-fi movie, and all the posters make it look like a sci-fi movie, but it's a horror movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. a straight up... It's almost like a slasher horror movie, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's weird. Gus, I think you would like it if you haven't seen it. I'm going to try it. I, I, people keep talking about life recently for some reason. I think it, as, because it, as it relates to... Yeah, Does it paradox. find a way? I didn't, I didn't even hear her. Does it find a way? Oh, yeah, yeah. very good. But like... <laughs> somewhere Park. Jeff Goldblum just took a shit. <laughs> Um, but the thing about the, the, the most clo- recent Cloverfield movie is, I wonder if it was actually made for Netflix or if they're like, oh, let's put this out on Netflix, you know? Like, well, yeah. They also did a thing where they just dropped it and didn't say anything about the movie before they put it out. They, just, they released like a 30 second teaser, I think, and that was it. Yeah. Did they? Like the commercial where they announced it. But That's the thing, yeah. though. Take like that day. Mm-hmm. It was, at, it was yeah, right. available right now was the commercial. And they don't really do that with a lot of other stuff. But that's their thing, though, with Cloverfield is like this weird marketing. Because like 10 Cloverfield was three weeks in advance. Uh, I think like a month. They, yeah. they released a trailer and it's like, oh, it's coming out in a month. Right. So that I, movie was and fucking good. I love that movie. Yeah. Really good. Is that the best one? I think so. Absolutely. And then there's going to be another Cloverfield movie supposedly later this year uh, that... Uh, they really haven't said much. I think that one's uh, world, set in World War II. Who's behind this franchise? Oh. I think it's just sci-fi scripts that That's it? Bad Robot picks up. It's like, oh, we can tack on the Cloverfield connection. So it's to basically that. like Black Mirror, but for features. Sure. I mean, they're all like loosely connected. Like this one has oh. some oh, connections come on. to the. Well, by the time, by the end of this one, he's like, oh yeah, this is really loosely connected. Yeah. You thought, did you think Ten Cloverfield Lane was connected to Cloverfield? This movie kind of draws that connection out. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they go to extra-dimensional stuff, that's everything's... Alternate universe. Oh, really? Well, then everything's connected. Hey, do you get annoyed when people get all excited about finding out that something is in the same universe as something else? Sometimes. They get get annoyed? I just... It's like, like, who cares? That that happened to me with Black Mirror. Yeah. When uh, they released the Black Museum episode and they showed how all the episodes are connected. Cool, I haven't seen that one. In the same universe. Great, great. Um, cool. Come on, it's been out for months. Honestly, Shut up. Honestly, it, it doesn't, fault. like, Black Mirror is still an awesome show. Yeah. Even and, knowing that fact still makes it fun. And I don't like it because I feel like then now they've put themselves in a corner. Like, before anything could happen, mm. you're, you know, nothing has to be connected necessarily. Yeah, there's now, no theme. Right, and now there's a timeline. And now, Oh, Really? Yeah, if you sit down, I've seen articles that sit down and like try to place all of these no, episodes in order, idea. and uh, based on references that they all have to each other, it's like I feel like it's just too confining. Yeah, somebody went through and showed how uh, it was a Reddit post. Somebody showed how 
The Good Place. Do you know that show, The Good Place? Heard, Heard about it. it. Yeah. yeah, Ted Danson and is it Kristen Bell? Yeah. In it? Yeah. Uh, they showed how it's in the same universe as Parks and Rec because of oh, yeah. magazines and things like that, like, which are, they just use those props again and again, but they were trying to go through and prove how it's in the same universe. I just don't get, like, what do you get out of that? I think like, it's a cool little, like, trivia fact. Like, I know a lot of, like, Disney movies have a lot of tie-ins and stuff all, like that, too. But they're all, like, based on Earth, so why don't you just assume they're all in there? I mean, same universe. I, I, like, I, I just think there's a, a cool thing when there's a connecting thread somehow. I mean, I get it for Marvel movies and stuff like that, but trying to connect two completely unrelated movies and show how they're in the same universe. I think it just kind of tickles the fans because it's like, oh, your commitment to this series pays off because, you know, you watched this other stuff, so now, I don't know. Like, I think it's just like a nice little thing you get. I get it. Yeah. I like Star Wars where you don't try to figure that stuff out. Like, it's a long time ago. There's people. There's talking aliens. Eh, go for it. Like, I don't ever think to myself, oh, did these people evolve and become humans of today? Do you think about that? No, it's Star Wars. There you go, exactly right. Misa Mia, Wonky Chewbacca. What was your uh, What was your favorite part of the, the solo trailer? Solo trailer? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they call that thing. Probably, actually, the end when he's like, "Everything's fine, we're fine," and then there's like a big alien, ah, big laugh. <clears throat> that was my favorite part. <laughs> I thought it was pretty telling that most people seem to like the ship. That's what most people connected. They saw the Millennium Falcon when it was apparently new. It's all shiny and everything. I'm calling bullshit on that, too. I don't know if it's the same shit, because it's, like, I think, like, nine to ten years difference since we've seen him in A New Hope, and it looks like dog shit in A New Hope. So it's, like, same ship, different day? Fuck. Uh. You see, if you boo during the bad ones, it'll raise the bar, because then she'll try harder. If you clap for all of them, you're just encouraging the worst. My... My example, though, is at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you see the Tant of Eve, and then you see that same ship at the beginning of A New Hope. It's the one that Leia's escaping on. I think it's the Tant of Eve. And it looks the exact fucking same. It's like, like porcelain, like white, pristine. And then you see this one, it looks like it's just been through hell and back. So maybe they explain it in the, in the movie, but I don't know. I think it's weird. Who plays Han Solo again? Alden Erlich? Er- like It's the guy that played Opie. Or, what is his name? Opie? No, 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 no. He, I'm thinking of Ron. Or, uh, no, he played uh, something in Hail Caesar, the, the cowboy guy, whatever his name is. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. It's handsome dude. Then he landed Han Solo. Are you mad? I mean, it's been your dream role I'm ups- up. I'm upset for him because everyone's like, oh, he's, he's nothing like Han Solo. He's nothing like Harrison Ford. And it sucks because it's like, who wouldn't want to be fucking Han Solo? Right. I would take that, and I would do a terrible job with it, but I'd still want to be Han Solo. And everyone's getting mad at him. It's like, dude, you know, like, he's going to do his best. So. I think people were shitting all over that movie before the trailer came out. Like, right. And people, it seems like Star Wars fans want that film to fail for some reason. And I don't I understand don't, why. I don't like when people shit on things before they actually experience them. Like I get being like maybe have lowing, like having low expectations, but being like, oh, this is a piece of shit. It's gonna to, suck. Welcome to Star Wars. And in welcome to like media in yeah. general. But I don't know. There's there's nobody that hates the thing they love more than Star Wars fans. I mean, Star Wars fans hate all the movies when they come out, and they're always bitching and complaining about them. Yet they'll wait for 48 hours to go see the next one every oh, single man. time. I had. I'm in that group, too. But. I, I had a rideshare driver when I was in New Zealand who would not stop talking about uh, The Last Jedi and how much he hated it. And anything I had to say that was contrary to him, he just immediately like shut me down. 
like at one, I want he was like a, he told me how old he was. He was like 23, 24, and um, he at one point he said something like, "Yeah, I guess uh, I just realized you know Star Wars is owned by Disney now. That's uh, these movies aren't for my generation anymore." I was like, "What the what the fuck are you saying, dude?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know now they introduce all these cute characters and animals and stuff." And I was like, "There were Ewoks in right. Return of the Jedi," and he just looks at me and goes, "No." No. <laughs> and I said, but fake news. And I was like, there were, there were Ewoks. They were like cuddly characters. And he goes, no, no. I was like, what? what, what, what? I, I don't know how to talk to you. Like, <laughs> like I, just, I just stated a fact and you said no. It, it was just, it was the most bizarre it's a good way ride. to end an argument. And then he, like, when, I, when he said no, like he wouldn't break eye contact with me and he was still driving. So we're like going down the road and he's like, no, there were no Ewoks. And I was like, look where you're going. No. <laughs> I'm using the force. It was so bizarre. It is pretty upsetting to think that Ewoks were originally supposed to be Wookiees. Like, that would have been cool. That last fight, you know. Yeah. No one gives a <laughs> shit. Well, I'm listening totally to a bunch of Chewbacca. I'm, uh, no, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm on Twitter trying to look at the uh, RG podcast. Is your oh. laptop dead? Wait, are we live? My laptop died. <laughs> so I'm on my phone now. Yeah, we are live. Okay. Here, let, while you look that up, uh, let me read this other thing right here. Read the thing. I want to remind everyone, this episode of Receipt Podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace offers beautiful, award-winning designer templates. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. It's an all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Uh, they made it easy to set up or transfer your domain on Squarespace. Instead of working with multiple vendors to maintain your online presence, you're able to manage all of your domain and billing settings with Squarespace and take advantage of their easy-to-use DNS interface. It's never been easier to sell products or services online. Squarespace allows you to manage your products, orders, and inventory easily. Squarespace can also provide you with a comprehensive set of marketing tools to engage with your audience and get found across search and social and grow your following. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash roosterteeth for 10% off your first purchase. Uh, last time we asked you guys to share with us your Squarespace created websites. We've gone through and picked some of our favorites. Uh, as a reminder, with Squarespace, you too can make sites like this. We're showing some of them right now on the screen uh, if you're watching the video. So be sure to tweet at us with hashtag RT Squarespace. Uh, we got a few right here. First up, we have Matthew DeSales. And Chris Quigley, and that last one was by Ben Matsky. So thanks for sharing your websites with us, and thanks for uh, taking advantage of our offer with Squarespace. So I got to say, one of my favorite things about Blaine and his Star Wars knowledge is when he gets something tremendously wrong. Like, how'd you pronounce Yavin on that one no read? Yavin? Yeah, Yavin. Yeah. And you never heard the end of it from the audience? Mm. So you just mentioned a ship, and this is from Scott Augusta on Twitter. He said, Blaine just mentioned a ship, called it the Tantivive, but it's the Tantive Four, Roman numeral four. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. I swear to God, weren't you, you were there when I called it Tantive Four in front of fucking Pablo uh, Hidalgo, the, the Star Wars like canon master, and he was like, it's Tantivive. Cause I called it Tantive Four. I'm not fucking crazy. He was probably fucking with Unless you. Unless I'm crazy, in which case I'm so sorry. He probably corrected you the other way. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he said Tantive. And he's I like, think I said Tantive four. 4, and he was like, no, it's actually the Tantive. <laughs> All right. What is the ship? I don't even know. What is that ship? It's the, it's the one that you see. It's like the first thing you see after the credits roll, in, uh, or the, uh, the, the first thing. You know, what movie, know? dude? A New Hope. A New okay. Hope. It's yeah, the one it's, Leia's it's on. It's Leia's ship. She's oh, okay. okay. Into Rogue ship. One, it's the one that busts out. And what do you call that ship? 
I thought it was a Curlian Corvette. I always called it the Blockade Runner. And I'm looking here. So that specific ship is a Tantiv IV. It was a CR-90 Corvette. Tantiv IV. In the, sur in the service of House Organa. But Tantiv, like, four or Tantiv IV? Pronounced Tantiv... Pronounced V. Tantiv... I don't know. How do you, how do you read that? I, I, is it like the phonetic hmm. pronunciation? Pronounced? All right. Tantiv Eve. <laughs> no one's going to no go... <laughs> I like y'all so right, much. I'll go fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs> So, so see, I don't see, think I've ever seen a quieter room. <laughs> Just like CR90 Corvettes are also known as Alderaan cruisers, Corellian Corvettes, or blockade runners. Blockade runners. That's how go. I knew it. Yeah. So I since I got on Twitter, I'm reminded of something I saw in my direct messages. We had a gentleman. Uh, correct me if I am pronouncing his name wrong. Brian Camozzi, the UFC fighter. Came by and sat with you guys on you Off get, Topic. Getting a thumbs up over there. And then punched Blaine in the stomach and kicked you in the shin. That was dangerous as shit, by the way. Kicked me twice here, and then he punched me twice here. Then Trevor punched me, so. How'd that relate? I mean, you know, you know when you get tickled sometimes, and it's like, oh. I'm just kidding, Trevor. It was, it was a good punch. It was a good punch. <laughs> so I had a thing where he was, uh, I guess he was on the subreddit, but then he, he reached out to me. <laughs> he reached out to me on Wednesday of this week and said, hey Bernie, uh, I'm a big fan. Would you follow me? I need to DM you something. And I saw this guy and saw he was a UFC fighter. So you know I thought, you could DM someone who follows you. Yeah, your DMs have to be open though. No, if, I think if you follow someone, that person could yes. DM you yes. without you following Well, them. we learned a little something about Twitter today. Can I finish my story? <laughs> <laughs> so. I missed that insult, but everyone went, oh, so I assume it was bad. No, it was okay. What did you say to me? I said, you're great and pretty. Um, <laughs> So he wrote me and said, will you follow me and, and, uh, so that I can DM you? And I was like, oh, this guy's a UFC fighter. I'm kind of curious what he has to say. So I said, sure. Later that night, I, I followed him. I said, what's up? And he wrote, hey, Bernie, I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Brian. I'm going to be fighting the UFC event in Austin on Sunday. I've been a big fan of the podcast and Achievement Hunter, and I have an extra two tickets uh, to the event if you would, or any one of the company would like them. I said, that would be great. Thank you so much for thinking of us. That's it. I... Messaged him like three more times after that, and he never messaged me back. Came to the office, visited. Jeff, did you get tickets to the fight? Ezra? <laughs> this motherfucker, dude. Tyler? <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, did Tyler get tickets? <laughs> hey, great seat. That must really suck when someone doesn't message you back, right? <laughs> the, the difference is, Gus, I've never offered you anything, ever. I was trying to confirm if Bernie was going to be here tonight because I wasn't sure. And I messaged him on last, what is that, Wednesday? Are you still doing the Live Week podcast on 219 or are you out? Nothing. Did he, does he still have red receipts? Nothing. Receipts? It says delivered. It doesn't say red. Oh, you took off read receipts, you bitch. So how was the, how was the show? Way down to find you, Gus. I don't know where you are. So here, so Barb, you'll see this. I have not taken part in like this online dating culture, but this is being ghosted, right? Look what I finally did. I messaged him on Sunday after not being responded to. Where's my Twitter? There the it is. UFC guy? Yeah, the UFC guy. You should watch what you say about this guy who's gonna come back and punch me again. Oh, he lost in the first round. Fuck him. What's up? There we go. I like you, Brian. You're a fun guy. <laughs> he left town, right? He left town? 
He's actually right there. Uh -oh. Throw me at him. Oh, so I wrote on the day. You wrote on the day. And I wrote that there. What? Finally trying to get him to finally answer me back. This is Sunday at 7.14 p.m. Yeah. So I wrote him on What time was Sunday. the fight? That's a little desperate. No, that's Saturday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. It was, the fight was on Sunday. What time is the bout? Anyway, he wrote back to me, finally. Yes, yesterday at 11.40 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I should fight around 7 tonight on Fox Sports 1. Watch it on TV, dude. <laughs> That's what he told me. That was his response. After the, Here we go. Unfollow. Hey. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, that puts us on the same, I think, relative scale, like the man scale. I'm like now even with him, right? That makes me as tough as he is. This guy's going to find you. I did not follow him. <laughs> and punch you. I did not unfollow him. You have a lot of defenders online, Blaine. Tantivive. That it's Tantivive 4. Uh, Tantivive 4? Pablo Hidalgo has said on an official Star Wars material that it is pronounced Tantivive 4, according to at Ryan underscore Freese on Twitter. So I, I fucked it up, but I kind of got it right in my fuck up, though, is what you're saying? Right. It's Tantivive Tantiv 4. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said, guys. Play the tapes. <laughs> I've never, I've never turned around and shook a person's hand and been so happy to have interacted with them than I was with Brian after he punched me. It was like, that was the weirdest experience because he was so nice and he just beat the shit out of me. And I was like, great work with you, Brian. He's a really nice guy. He just punches people, that's all. Yeah. That's what he does for a living. Well, like whenever he came in, apparently I got like- You think you could do that? What? You could train and be a UFC fighter? After doing it, I, after doing or, it, sorry, after taking a punch? Yeah, after taking it, yeah, after having lived in the UFC. No, after I've taken the punch, I was like, it, like, it, it kind of knocked the air out of me a little bit, but like, I was just opened up for it and stuff, and I was like, that wasn't so bad. I absolutely could not. My bones are made of glass and my skin is paper thin. Hmm. It didn't bruise. I think you'd be great. <laughs> I'd be scrappy. I, think I would see a fuck, UFC fuck. between you and Elise. That would be amazing. Me and Elise? Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Can we arrange that? She's going to be here tomorrow for Always Open if any of you guys are coming to the so show. So all we need is a fucking octagon. Let's do it. Get Bethany on that. It'd just be us, like, hitting each other and going, oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. No, but seriously, I mean, I would never do uh, boxing or anything like that because that's just, like... It's just too pretty. Not, it's not too pretty. You just stand up and get punched in the head. But I feel like if you lost at a UFC fight, you'd be fucked up like you got after he punched you and kicked you twice. You know, you'd, you'd be in a lot worse shape, but you'd get better faster. I feel like UFC fighters don't damage themselves long-term the way that boxers do. Yeah, you don't think so? Yeah, yeah they do. Really? They get, like, brain damage and everything else? It's just Brian well, they might, the like, audience. I'm sure they, like, get busted joints and stuff like that, but I feel like it doesn't shorten their life. Although Kimbo Slice died at, what, like, 43 or something like that? Knee to the head and gave it a skull. Knee to the head and gave it a skull. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, then oh. don't take a knee to the head. That's a really... <laughs> Simple strategy. But did he take an arrow to the knee? No, That's do not oh, applaud! No, no, do not no. fucking applaud! <laughs> My man. <laughs> so all of you need to get him. <laughs> it wasn't a pun, it was just a really old joke. Robert, what's the rating of like attractive sports? Like what, you're from Canada. Hockey? Hockey players, yeah. And curling. Hockey? Minor league hockey. <laughs> I don't know about curling because uh, you guys ever watch a curling match? All you hear is like, hurry, hard, hard. Hey, did I hear right? Did, was there a curler who got kicked out of the Olympics for doping? What is he taking? 
Wait, what would you take to like dope for curling? Meth? Meth. Vodka. Vodka. You oh, he's drunk before the match. Yeah. You think because they're blood. You honestly think that hockey is a sexy sport? Because they yeah. got like cauliflower ear and missing teeth. She likes that. Trevor, I'll take you out back and just you know, bust you up real <laughs> just good. Just bust him up real good. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it for me. Um, I mean, any sport is attractive, I would say. I don't Curling? know about so- so- Maybe not soccer players because, like. Really? Yeah. Well, those are the sexiest dudes. David Beckham? Fuck. No, but, like, think, think <laughs> about, Wait, like, Wait, let Blaine talk. Who what, else what, is sexy? What, yeah, what is the list of the top five sexiest dudes that play soccer? I mean, David Beckham's at the top, but I don't really know soccer all that much. I don't know sports. I don't give a fuck about sports. I like playing them. I don't like watching them. It no, seems well, so counterintuitive. I guess it's like, I, I also measure like attractiveness on how well they could take a hit and stuff like that. Really? And like, yeah, rugby players oh, and like all that stuff is hot. Because like, if you think about soccer players, they don't even get hit and they're on the floor like, my knee. Ah. It's true. That voice exactly. Yeah, so. I'm going to think about that every time I see one of those clips now. My knee. <laughs> so, I can just imagine Peter Hayes taking a clip from a soccer game and putting your voice over it. Please do that, Peter. I know you're watching. <laughs> so oh, he's, soccer's he's watching. where? Bottom? It's down there. We'll name some sports and I'll, I'll rank them. Golf. Golf. That's not a sport. Mm. I'll have you know, I mean, on like, this, the day of our presidents, Mr. Trump plays golf at least Mr. Trump. thrice a week. Oh, shit. He's, we celebrate Trump on President's Day now, don't we? Do we? Welcome to our world. Past presidents. Celebrate the office. Celebrate the office. office. <laughs> we'll celebrate the Rooster Teeth president. Hey! hey. Ezra. Or as I, as I like to call him, your majesty. What do, can we start calling him President Cooperstein whenever I see him? Yeah! Uh, Mr. President, can you follow me this way? <laughs> I, said, he, he I said, have a meeting with the president. I replied to one office. of his emails the other day with a bitmoji. And after I sent it, I was like... Was that a little too sarcastic? Like, did that did that come across as like kind of like being an asshole? <laughs> I think it was like awesome or something like that. Probably. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't. Think I don't know. Is Gus getting fired? Him. Yes or no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard what Miles did when Ezra first started working with us, right? Jackass. No. Yeah. Miles got super drunk. I think at a was it a holiday party, Bethany? And uh, he thought uh, he walked up to Ezra thinking. When Ezra had a beard, he thought he was talking to Will Hyde. Oh, my God. So Miles walks up to Ezra, who's a very imposing figure, and Miles thinks he's joking with Will, goes, Hey, buddy, just want to let you know you're doing a really shitty job. Everybody here, <laughs> everybody here fucking hates you. Wasn't it also Miles who like, thought he was walking up to Jordan Swears and spanked him on the ass and it was actually Matt Hollum? That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was you! How do you confuse those two? They were wearing the same suit jacket that night. This was the same party, and it happened, and he turned around, and I was like, I'm fired. He was like, do it again. Now you're fired for that joke. So you smacked Matt on the ass at a holiday? Hard, yeah. I feel like Matt could take it better than Jordan. I feel like you could have done permanent damage yeah, to Jordan. Like, like, break Jordan in half. Matt's a good sport. It was fun. We were just doing this thing. The 15th anniversary of Rooster Teeth is coming up this April 1st. And Woo! Thank you. And we've been doing uh, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff in preparation for that. And one of the things I just did today was recording a video piece where uh, I was going through the different locations of Rooster Teeth and talking about who got hired when, and it's crazy of going through, you know, starting at the, my spare bedroom in my house, 
to then going to the downtown Buda office, which we almost, we added Nathan Zellner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. By the way, she has movies coming out? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, it's the Berlin Film Festival. Mm -hmm. It's uh, got Robert Pattinson in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's I can't wait cool. to see it. I love all their movies. But Vampire? Woo? Yes. I can't, for the, I can't remember the name of the movie now for some reason. I'm blanking on it. But uh, anyway, uh, at the downtown Buda office, we added Nathan. And then when we got to Congress, we added, like, right away, Monty and Brandon and Jack. Jack yeah. And then a few other people. Like, Miles was there as an intern. I think Chris and Marshall were there, kind of? Uh, right, yeah, right towards the tail end, I think they were. And who? Carrie. Carrie was there. Carrie was there as well. Damsel. And, Damsel. That's what it is. Thank you. And then when we got to 606, then it exploded. We had, like... Gavin, Barbara, Michael, Ray, Lindsay, I mean, just a ton of people all came through. Kara, uh, Blaine, you started at that Ralph Oblinato location. So it was fun to go through like all different layers. And then it's crazy, I think we've added even more people at stage five, you know, which is, or, you know, everything we have. Is it weird to call it stage five now? Should we come up with another name for it? I mean, that's pretty, standard. I think. I like it. It sounds, it sounds really cool. Point. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's our fifth five. place, too, so it all kind of made sense. We're in I, stage five. I got fucking locked out of my office today. Well, good, because you have that stupid lock on it that I, I'm locked out of your office all the time. I send you the text. I, I've texted you that code a million times. I know, but I don't read your You don't text. read them. Yeah, you don't read my texts. <laughs> they changed it. I was like, is, is this how they let me know? They changed it without telling you? Yeah. So, it's, and then today, today was a holiday, so it's like the facilities team wasn't there. I'm like, how do I get into my office? <laughs> I like stood in the hallway for a bit. And I was like, oh, I guess I have to work from home. You have an intern now. How's that guy faring? He's oh, good. by the way, what's his name? We have this habit of Ramsey. We, yeah, we hire people at the company who have the same name as somebody else, and we he just hired an intern named Ramsey. Well, so, we don't have a first name Ramsey. No, no, but we have a Ramsey. We have Jeff Ramsey. Uh, Did you not yeah. put that together until I said it out loud? I'm just kidding. Okay. he's right there, so I'm just Let's take this beer away from you. <laughs> Patrick is telling me we have Patrick Salazar is telling me we have five Patricks now. We have five Patricks. Too many. There's two Patricks here I know of. There's a Patrick Rodriguez. That's it. Very good. <laughs> Go on, I think we're, we're, we're all four good. We have all those like kind of abstract names. No, I had a weird thing when they hired uh, Brandon. I, I guess we didn't, had no other B names at the company, so every time someone said Brandon or Bernie, both of us would answer. Yeah. And I don't know why. Those that's, two names sound yeah. nothing alike. That's a, that makes you both sound really stupid. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah but also we have a, a show in development, and the name of the show is... Branded? Oh, Jesus. It's just like, every time somebody says that, I think they're talking about Brandon. I also have the problem, I'm kind of stupid though. Uh, I also have that problem when I go to a conference room, and when the conference room's not in use, it says free on it, and every time I think, ooh, Gavin's in there. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> I, I don't know why I get so excited if Gavin's nearby. <laughs> but I get, ooh, and then I look in the window, I'm like, oh, it's a conference room. It's just Blaine in there. <laughs> <laughs> like tonight, yeah. yeah. Did, you see, did you see that the state of Arizona is considering passing a law that would allow citizens to pay their taxes via Bitcoin? Why? Why? I mean, I get like, why Bitcoin is attractive from an investment standpoint, but the volatility of it as right, you currency would, is Right, just, like if you're counting on that income as a government, and then, you know, your, your income is reduced by 30% because of volatility, then right. that's a severe budget gap. Yeah. It's, it, it seems absolutely ridiculous. So I guess like the measure passed the Arizona State Senate and now uh, it's being 
debated in their house. You know what it is? I mean, Arizona doesn't have time zones, and they didn't honor all the national yeah. holidays. Yeah, they don't have Martin Luther King Day, right? They did Martin Luther King Day. It's like, Ooh. but now they're doing Bitcoin? It's like they're skipping over... It's like they're playing Civilization, and they went way too far down one side of the skill tree. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only option they have now. Is, well, we'll do Bitcoin, and then we can get rockets, and then we'll do that. Yeah, I can't believe how... What a bad idea that seems like right now. It's been crazy volatile uh, ever since it peaked when it would hit like almost 20,000. And then I saw it at 6,000 last week, and now yep. it's back up to like 10 or 11. It's been all over the place. Do you have any Bitcoins? No. No? How about any cryptos or anything at all? Uh, I've got a little bit, but not like a serious amount. Because I feel like I have like that kind of like, you know, the feeling left out kind of vibe where it's like, oh, I should have gotten some. But I Shouldn't feel like that way now. I keep hearing that it's like the more it goes on, like the more I should buy into it, but I don't, I don't know. Uh. Well, did you hear that thing about Coinbase? So like Coinbase is this popular app that people can use to, to buy cryptocurrencies. Get hacked? And I, no, they had a malfunction the other day. And as a result of the malfunction, it started draining some people's bank accounts. And it was just like taking money out and transferring it out of their bank Holy account. Holy shit. <laughs> malfunction. Yeah, yeah, that didn't sound like a malfunction. And, uh, and Malfunction's name is Steven. <laughs> and so like they freaked the out. Other. They were like trying to figure out what was going on. They said it was a problem with their payment gateway that was just like taking money for some reason. So they were trying to like sort out how to get all of this money back to people. And I saw there was a thread on Reddit which got locked and hopefully reported to the FBI where someone was like, they're only going to give us our money back if we all get our guns and go to Coinbase headquarters right now. Oh. And it's like, what are you all doing? What is wrong with you people? Deep web there, man. I can stay away from that stuff yeah. in general. And I certainly wouldn't use it as currency. That just doesn't make any sense to me, like for purchasing stuff. Although, I should say that, you know Jess, right? My friend Jess from The Amazing Race? She yeah. started uh, Which she one? started her own cryptocurrency. Wait, which it's one? not Britney. It's the other one, basically. The not Oldenhoff, the, the other... Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she started... My favorite a, team. She started a cryptocurrency for the cannabis industry, for the legal cannabis industry, huh. because of all the benefits of blockchain and everything like that. She, she started... She's been written up everywhere. So it's, I think when there's a specialty purpose for it, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But paying your taxes? Uh-uh. No. no. It seems like a bad idea. I thought, like, the appeal of it was it was kind of, like, off the grid, like, not government, you know, like, involved. In, but now that they're receiving it for, you know, payments and stuff, is that, uh, is that I can't use my fucking iPhone yet everywhere. And I'm going to use Bitcoin? That makes no sense. We went to Australia just recently for Sydney. You could use this everywhere. I don't have to get cash, uh, what do they call it, exchanged anymore. No currency exchange. Oh, yeah, they have, they have touch, like, Apple yeah, Pay everywhere. I just use my, use my phone on everything. By the way... This is the Apple portion of the podcast, if, I'm, if you're keeping score at home. Touch ID, way better than Face ID. Touch ID is a thousand times better than Face ID. I don't know why they changed it. Look at this, I got applause for the Apple portion of the podcast. Who knew? No, I, I agree. I, I totally preferred Touch ID. Touch ID sucked at first, then it got pretty too, good. It got so too what, good. What's yeah. wrong with Face ID? Well, here, let me give you an example. I don't have it, so I don't So when I go to pay for something, uh -huh. right, I hold my phone up to the thing. Uh -huh. If I have Touch ID, I go like that. Yep. Right? Now I do this, <laughs> like that. And God, then it's also, nice. it's like, it, if you're not looking at your phone or if you have sunglasses on. Or if you're talking to the cash register person. Or anything, it's like with the thumb, you just d do it and you're in and you're done. Yeah. This is like, it's an effort now to, to do it. I do like the function of like, if you have a text pop up and then like, if you look at the phone, the text comes up on the That's screen. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's seamless like 85% of the time. Also when you're in bed at night, or in the morning, and the first thing you do, I don't know about you, but I grab my phone, and I shouldn't, 
but I grab my phone and look at it, and it doesn't recognize my face. I'm like, oh <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, go Fuck brush your this. teeth, <laughs> then check Instagram. Brush your hair, you dirty since, pig. Since we're on the uh, Apple portion of the podcast, did you see the video of the guy who was getting a replacement battery in his iPhone? And this was in China. And he wanted to make sure the battery was authentic, so he bit it. Oh! What happened? It exploded. Oh. Ah. Is his jaw just but like... He ah. bites it. Did you see him take it out of his mouth and throw it immediately, and it just blows up? Fuck. Oh, I thought you meant in his mouth. No, no, he pulls it out and then oh. throws it, and it just blows up. And there's like a woman walking by, and, like, and it blows up right next to her, and she just kind of looks back and just like keeps walking. Is there a video of it? Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's video. I'm, I'm sure Christ. someone will find it here in a second. It sounds like a miner in California, like, biting the gold. Right, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, what are you, te- what are you testing? What are you doing? Like, yeah, how do you know if you're right? Right, you're biting a battery? What, yeah. what do you do that with? Go back. No, this is bad. Like, so, no, this isn't a real battery. So was oh, it blowing it up? Was that good? That he had an original battery, but now no. it's destroyed? Turns out it was made oh! by Oh, my God. Oh, I got to see that again. What oh. a dummy. Why? Is, what? Why? Fireworks. He literally, just, he literally just leans over and bites it. That blows up in his mouth. He didn't throw that away, yeah, right? That, that, no, he threw it. That's why it, it looks like it like starts in his mouth and then like Jeez. throws it because yeah. of the reaction. I don't know. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, so uh, don't bite batteries. Just for so, just so you know, all you guys. Well, we're going to raise awareness for this very important issue. <laughs> <laughs> don't poach dolphins and don't bite batteries. batteries. Back all the lessons you learned from the RT podcast. Back when Periscope was like the hot shit, I remember John was staying over at my house because he was. Yeah, anyways, uh, my, his, my phone had died. He was going through a divorce. My phone had died, and uh, I was like, well, I'm going to just fucking just destroy this thing. And people were like, don't. It's going to blow up. So then John and I were like, let's go blow this thing up. So we went up to stage five in this empty parking lot, and then we just started stabbing at it, and it just kind of shit on How did I miss this happening? How are you this bored? You have Netflix. We've already established that. <laughs> You're in a parking lot stabbing your phone? Yeah, and it kind of just went like... And I was like, eh. yeah, I should have bit it. Oh. oh, it's the saliva that, that yeah, makes. Wasn't there a video of a kid who like microwaves one of those glow sticks and then takes it out and it like spews? <gasps> I in love his that face? video. So that is much. a good video. <laughs> and then like he's like screaming something. I'm totally. Blanking. He just loses his shit. Okay. It's like, like high pitched. Doesn't whale. like a parent come down and his be like, Oh my god, in. what did you do? It's just the purest sound of parental disappointment you'll ever hear. He goes like, Oh Jesus, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you? Have you ever seen the video where? The guy, you know what a soda stream is, right? It's that little device where you can carbonate water and you can add like flavors to it and stuff. Oh yeah, soda stream, yeah. Yeah, soda stream. So there's this video where this guy is getting his son to carbonate red wine for him. And the, the son's like doing it and he's like, I don't think we should be doing this. And the dad's like, eh, go ahead, it's fine, don't worry about it. And it fucking blows up. <laughs> and red wine shoots everywhere in the kitchen. <laughs> it like covers everything. And the kid's like, I told you. And the dad's just like laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> like, two very different parenting techniques yeah, and two different stories. I, I love like the, the extremes. I had, a, I, had a, I had a great parenting moment this weekend. It was Saturday. And I said to the kids, I don't know how I found this out, uh, that the rodeo is going on right now in San Antonio. So I said to the kids, yeah, shout out to the rodeo. The, uh, so then I said to the kids, I go, do you want to go to the rodeo? And they're like, they're, uh, and I was like, come on, it's a rodeo, it'll be fun, we'll do this. And I convinced them, like, yeah, they got all excited about it. Then I go to buy tickets online. Gus, it was the most convoluted process ever to, try to get these rodeo tickets. I bought them, and then to try to print them, and it was a four-step process where they then mail a PDF to you. Or what? Yeah, it was like you had to go through all these things. Like you had to 
generate the barcodes for the tickets to then that okay. would make then a PDF and okay. it said if this is your second time you need a different barcode if you've lost your tickets so that we'll have the new barcodes and generate a new PDF. I was like, holy cow. Had answered this questionnaire and everything, printed them out, and my my solution to all of this was uh, I just convinced my kids they didn't want to go to the rodeo. I, was gonna, <laughs> I just said, I said like you know what, the rodeo kind of sucks. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't go. Pretty I, long process to punish your kids. I have a question. <laughs> do, do any of you go to UT? Yeah. Like, I know you went. Hook them. So I went to uh, the Lana Del Rey concert that was at the Frank Irwin Center here. Mm. Oh, I'm which sorry. apparently is like a, a UT building? That is the where they play the basketball. Okay. I graduated there. Gotcha. They call it the drum. So they have a new thing called the clear bag policy for girls. You can't bring in a purse that's bigger than like literally like maybe two inches by four inches. And I, me and Miko went to the concert. We didn't know this because we don't go to UT. So we had like our normal like little purses with us. They wouldn't let us in and they said we have a clear bag policy so what you do is you dump all the contents of your purse into this clear plastic bag and then you go check your purse in the lockers that are like off-site somewhere. What the fuck? Like, that is so much work. I don't wanna go check my bag in. It was also like a truck with a wagon attached to it that had lockers in it. So it's gonna pull away with I was gonna stuff. say, this thing is gonna drive away the second we put our bags in there. But I don't understand why they just couldn't like, dump the stuff into the plastic bag, check the empty purse, look at it, and be like, cool, you're good to go. Why don't they just, tell, just don't bring anything? Why don't they just tell you that on the tickets? I don't know. I, I wish they did. I would tell people that I tell them don't bring their phones either, because I'm sick of phones. I mean, you need your phone to not be bored, you know? Well, but I at also a concert, when, you want to film. And yeah, well, well, do you really, though, the wanna, entire time? How often do you go back and watch those videos? <laughs> well, now that you oh, have to worry about that. for you. <laughs> well, I fucking hate when you're on, like, Instagram, and you're like, oh, yeah, this person's eating pizza. Oh, they're watching a movie. It's like a fucking concert just blowing out your phone. You're like, yeah. oh, God. No, I absolutely I, hate all social media videos of concerts. I, I, I unfollow Bethany on Snapchat whenever I know she's going to a music festival she doesn't because I, it's like it's just like nonstop like I didn't I don't want to see this concert like, I, don't, I don't care about this she started giving me a heads up when I unfollow her she would text you yeah I'd be like hey I'm going to a concert yeah I know you want to unfollow me like okay thanks I I'm appreciate down for like it one. oh is that the guy carbonating the wine <laughs> oh this is great oh, oh. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah, they, they explicitly tell you over and up. over on that Soda Stream: do not carbonate anything other than water. Yeah, well, there must be a way to do it without that happening. Because I, I feel like I pull mine off on a regular basis and spray everywhere. I mean, yeah, they tell you not to do it. Why not do it? Why get a machine when you could just buy the Coca-Cola, though? Right? Like, well, that's the point. You make it on your own. I think Why? People trying to be. I, Either A, frugal, or B, environmentally friendly? I have one, and I use it to make soda water, so I don't have to buy a mixer. But just get Topo Chico. But then yeah, you have to say, buy Topo Chico. It's, it's less wasteful, so too, because you're reusing the canister. Let's be honest. I don't care about waste. I know you don't. but <laughs> I just don't want to run out. It's like I can, make it, I can make a ton of it. Okay, that makes sense. Austin water's shitty, though. Did you ever get that like, red buildup in the bathtub? A filter in my fridge. Oh, okay, never mind. But yeah, the... Describe, describe the grime in your bathroom, because I think I have the same thing. So it's, there's like a ring of red, rusty What the fuck shit. is that? I don't know, but I'm drinking that in, in every, washing every, my hair in it. Every place I've ever lived in Austin, in the bathtub or in the, the shower, it always gets that orange, yeah. mildewy, moldy shit or whatever the fuck it is. Barbara? Any idea what this is? Oh, I thought you were calling the moldy shit me. No. <laughs> Like do, you guys you get this yeah, in your bathtub? I don't do know. Do you guys who live in Austin, do you have this orange shit? Yeah. yeah. 
What's yeah. wrong with all of you people Live collectively? In better <laughs> that doesn't make us wrong that you're all gross. That's I one of the know, reasons I, I bought that filter for my shower head that I talked about that Gavin made fun of me endlessly for. That's like pretty a dumb. Brita filter? Cool. It's a Culligan filter. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? It's a Culligan filter. Oh. And it has what? It's is it iron? I don't know what the fuck it is. It has a filter in it. It's car activated charcoal or whatever the fuck you put in what a filter. Is it? Yeah, it's iron, iron content. Mm. High calcium. Uh, it's I've heard about that. Sounds very nutritious to me. Yeah, delicious. All your iron and at, calcium. At least it's it. not yeah, your calcium. At least it's not Florida water. Anytime I go to Orlando, I swear the water fucking stinks I was, in Orlando. <laughs> I was at a convention in Omaha, Nebraska, and the people um, who are running the convention they say, "Hey, um, just so you know, we recommend you don't drink the water in the hotel." Wow. Like, it was that bad. It came out kind of brown. Ooh, yum. Chocolate. <laughs> Should carbonate that. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> but, but you're okay to bathe in it. Yeah, that's, a, that's also what I was like. I could wash my entire body on this, and, but just not drink it. Just close your eyes and your mouth when you're bathing. You'll be fine. I always do anyways. Do you really? No. <laughs> just keep your eyes shut. <laughs> I like to look for my shampoo with my eyes closed. What's See the what most like, toxic shit you've ever been exposed to? Cause like, this so, podcast. Uh, like, my dad and I installed... My dad and I installed granite countertops in one of our bathrooms, and apparently granite, like, since it's so, you know, far down in the Earth's surface or something, like, there's some sort of fear of radiation or something, and sometimes granite is, like, radiated. And I took a chunk of uh, the granite to my science teacher at the time when I was going to college, and he, like, did, like, one of those, you know, radiation... Swab? ...things. Geiger counter, and it went like, no, no. and he was like, yeah, you're going to get, your balls are going to fall off. So. He's fucking with you. He was not. He, he like showed, like I had the chunk of granite, and he just like, so like every time I went to brush my teeth, I was like covering my balls. Like, and I told my dad, and he was like, yeah, those were like thousand dollar countertops. I don't, I'm not going to, sorry. So, yeah. What was this stuff? Never heard of that happening before. What was the stuff, Gus, they could date? based on the radiation from the nuclear bombs that have gone off in the world in testing. I'm talking about like paint? Yeah, they were, they were something that they could they, test the age of it just they, by the amount of radiation in it. I think uh, they do that for art forgery to tell if... Uh, That's what it was. An art, uh -huh. A piece of art. There, there's a location that we filmed at a couple times for immersion and also for Bloodfest. Oh, man. That, They're taking it down. The like, hospital? It, yeah, yeah, it's like the... Uh, uh, state hospital? I don't know if it's a hospital or like... That place, yeah. That place. It's a location that's like very old and it's covered in asbestos and like the paint is peeling from the wall. If you watch the fallout immersion, it's where yes. they have the toilet. It's where, yeah, I'm in the, the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. It's um, where we did the whole intro and everything. That was a perfect location. Oh yeah, fallout. you didn't need to have any set dressing nope. for it. It was perfect. But we filmed a whole day of Bloodfest there and I remember the crew cast, or the, the crew the whole time had face masks on, but the cast didn't. So we were just like sitting there in the asbestos because they didn't want to like ruin our makeup and stuff like that. So I'm probably going to die soon. Probably. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the other place where we shoot a lot of stuff is right next door to us. It's the Armory, the old National Guard Armory. Yeah, which is haunted, absolutely haunted. It 100% has asbestos in it, <laughs> lead paint, everything else. There was a time Blaine was co-directing 11 Little Roosters. And we were in one of these rooms where this facility is not public, but it's super easy to get into and it's abandoned. And you occasionally have to like clear out like bedding and clothes oh, that are in there. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then 
Blaine found in this one of these empty rooms, they look like old abandoned classrooms, he found a pickle jar oh, yeah. that had yellow fluid that much in it. And Elise goes, you should drink that. <laughs> Blaine says, okay. And he, and he went to go take the pickle jar off the ground and it was stuck. Like he had to like put some force to like peel it off the tile. And I go, Blaine, what are you doing? He goes, what were they gonna pay you? Like a hundred bucks? He's like, Gav was Gavin said he was gonna pay me like a hundred bucks. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh. But it was like it was like twenty five bucks. It was whatever it was was not worth it. He was like it was, it was up there. I think I worked it up there because you came in. And you're like ah, oh, don't do that. Oh. And then they're like two hundred dollars. You probably saved your life. <laughs> well, the only reason I didn't is because I was so like you convinced me I was going to die, and I was like, well, I don't want to die before we wrap production. That's what I was saying. So then I I, I say wait till after the production, then drink it. And I told director. somebody to hold on to it, and they didn't hold on to it. Oh, oh what a shame. I wonder if they still have it. That's a jar of. Pissed, dude. That's what that is. No, there's a pickle left in there. There's some seeds. You can piss on a pickle, dude. It's not that hard. Why would you piss on a pickle? I it's want a perfectly that as good our pickle. next shirt. You can piss, piss on, on a, a pickle. pickle. You can. Pickles Why would you... are not a litmus test of any kind, Gus. Why wouldn't you eat the pickle first? Oh. Uh, I would have drank it too. Uh, hadn't been you for were, your meddling you, Bernie's. You were ready to go. Yeah. And I was sitting next to you, going, "How was it? Was it?" <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I was doing. Well, speaking of shirts that I would like to see. I want to remind everyone who's here in person, they can visit the merch booth at the back of the venue once we're wrapped here, because we're getting close to wrapping up. Uh, I want to remind everyone who's here to also take photos at the photo booth and use hashtag RTX Presents. And uh, if you're here in person, uh, there's a documentary crew who really wants to interview some of you, especially want the people from Sicily and New Zealand. How, what? How, how do they, f I don't know how you find the doc crew, I was just told to say that. Where's the doc crew Where's at? the doc crew? They're back there, right, I see Hannah someone raising the their hand. She's waving get, her hand. Get, get with Hannah, and um, they, they want to talk to you. So we only have like a couple minutes left. I just want to get Brandon, to those. I just heard you go, oh. oh people are sending me UFC. Yes. Oh, okay. so. Is anyone going to be at South by Southwest this year? I'm going to have to go into hiding, Blaine, after this. Anyone going to come oh, to Bloodfest? We have a movie premiering there, We right? do. Yeah. yeah. If you're here in town, you should come see Bloodfest. It's premiering at South by. It's like a, it a Friday or a Saturday midnight it's a, it's I don't know midnight. they've announced when it's going to be yet. Oh, okay. I think they did. Yeah. I know it's a midnighter one. Midnighter. Did they have to put the schedule out yet? I thought they did. Bethany, do you know? Yes. All right, there you go. So March 9th, or technically, I guess, 10th at midnight. Yeah, Friday night, right? March 9th, March 10th, March 16th. So if you're here for And South August. by Southwest is, they have a lot of layers of passes. Uh, yes. But then there are, there is a point when they exhaust, like, all the audience that wants to see something with all the different passes. Then they do sell tickets to the public, right? I think you could just buy a ticket to see a movie at South By. Correct me if I'm wrong, maybe? It's essentially like the lowest priority, though. Yeah. Like they wait until just before the movie, they open the box office and sell the remaining seats. Yeah, so yeah you might have to wait in line a little bit. But try it out. It might, not, it might be kind of crowded on the first one, but it might be less crowded. It's our very first horror one. movie, man. Uh, and one last thing, Bethany wants me to remind everyone that tickets are going on sale for RTX again. Fucking I don't have the Christ, Bethany, you're so needy back there. What's I, going on? I don't have the copy in front of me, so I'm going to read exactly what she sent. Announce ticket sales for RTX one last time, pretty please. So there you go. Uh, all right, so it's about time to wrap this up. So uh, I want to thank everyone for watching, and thank everyone who's here in person for coming out and uh, watching us record this thing. Hope you all have fun this week. Hope everyone has a good time this week during uh, live week. So thanks, and we'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.